Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 70. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to thank you for pushing play. This week, I want to do something a little different. You know what? Uh, I usually work on Thursdays, and that's why, uh, you know, I usually uh, put the po- uh, produce the podcast early in the morning uh, just so I could be able to, you know, get to work on time. Uh, but this week, I actually have this Thursday off, so... Uh, You know what, I want to start off this week with uh, Beer of the Week. And this week, uh, I'm drinking another one from Pizza Port Brewing. It's called uh, Permanent Vacay. It's brewed out of Carlsbad, California. It drinks at a 7% ABV. It has Citra and Motuika and Melon Hops. Uh, Let's give this beer a try and uh, I'll tell you what it tastes like. Oh man, this beer is so refreshing. This is something that I could drink on all summer. Uh, I don't know what Pizza Port does. They always have great ideas for their IPAs. This is one of those ones where you you just feel like sitting back by the pool for 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 a day. Um, the name says it all: permanent vacation. Uh, it makes me want to have another drink. But this is actually my first beer of the week. Uh, you know what, just to be honest, it's, it kind of feels good to have like a little break of, uh, of, 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 uh, drinking, you know, uh, I, I'm a good, uh, advocate of, of, you know, doing a detox, uh, e- either be a couple days, uh, one day, uh, sometimes just having a little bit of a break will, will definitely, uh, get your palate right and also get, uh, get you kind of, uh, going to, to try to fi- find new things and, and things uh, that new to taste. Definitely when it, when it comes to IPAs, uh, when you're having a lot of IPAs every time you drink, you know, it, it kind of bores out your, your, your palate. And uh, w- when it comes to especially these types of IPAs like Permanent Vacay, uh, they're definitely good uh, when you're when you're drinking, uh, you know, two or three. Uh, so to me is... Uh, since it's my day off, I, I definitely want to give you guys this experience. But this beer is definitely uh, something I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, it, it has a bright hop aroma with a very uh, tropical sweet taste that doesn't really linger in the front end. Uh, and the back end is very dry, and it leaves your pal- palate feeling really clean. It, 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 it kind of, you get that nice tropical it's almost lemony, like a lemon pill, um, or lemon rind. I don't know what you would call it, but lemon rind or lemon pill. Uh, it has that nice tartness to it. Um, and pizza port does it all the time. Uh, they make that, they make that nice and dry beer. Uh, but anything pizza port, it doesn't matter the style. Uh, they, they make great, Everything I've been to that brewery many times. You know what I and I I want to make it a point uh, the next time I go to San Diego to go uh, check out uh, what they got going at Pizza Port because everything that I've tried from them is is always a hitter. But I couldn't imagine another beer that I'd be drinking right now on my day off. You know uh, this is something that I wanted to share with you guys. So I hope you guys go out and find this Pizza Port Brewing Permanent Vacay IPA. Uh, I found this one at St. Martin First and East. Uh, they had a big stock of it. You could probably find it at any Moreau Shell. Uh, definitely go check out this beer because it's one that you won't stop drinking during the summer. But I want to tell you guys how much it means to you for you guys tuning in this week and every week. 
you know, this podcast is something that I, I've only dreamt of, and you guys are making it a, a reality. And even though I've seen a decline on, um, you know, viewers, uh, but I know that uh, I see a, a persistent group of people really paying attention to this podcast because I feel like, you know what, uh, we're, we're only going to go up from here, and it's going to take you guys uh, to help me get there. But this week has been so amazing. You know, it's been a hot week. You know, it's been really, really filled. It's been filled with work, let's just say that. But like last week, we were able to get out, you know, to the to the to the lake uh, for Father's Day, celebrating Father's Day with my brother and his uh, and his sons. We didn't catch anything. We, you know, we have I've had s such bad luck trying to catch a fish. Uh, I want to try out hopefully this weekend Shaver Lake. Uh, we went out to Bass Lake last weekend. Didn't. You know, we, we got there kind of late because once the boats start going, I, I feel like the fish kind of tend to go towards the deep end. Uh, so I think we're going to try to hit Shaver, uh, you know, early in the morning, uh, try to get as many casts in before uh, the boats start hitting the water. But I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Warzone these last, this last week. Uh, I, I've, I haven't downloaded it. I barely downloaded it. And I got to tell you that that game is amazing. I finally got my first Warzone win last night. Uh, we killed it. And I, I got to tell you that this game is really strategic. It, it challenges your mind. It challenges your wit. Um, you got to be on your toes. And you always have to have a plan. Uh, it's definitely hard playing by yourself, which I've done many times and have, haven't gotten close to uh, winning a Warzone match. But... Uh, like I said, uh, we did we did a, a four a four team on, on Warzone, and we ended up coming up with a dub. And that game is actually something that I think a lot of uh, people are sleeping on, especially because it's free. So make sure you check out that Modern Warfare Warzone. But I've been so excited this week to get this podcast started. You know what? We have a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on now, and I feel like. You know what? This is this is a good a good place to be. Uh, besides, you know, a lot of the coronavirus cases uh, increasing, especially here in the valley. I think we still need to take our precautions, and we still gotta, you know, keep washing our hands and doing our part to try to to stay safe. But it's been so hard trying to beat this heat. You know, with this hundred degree, hundred plus degrees, uh, we've been swimming so much. Actually, bought some goggles. So I, you know, you can catch me in the go in the pool with the goggles, uh, acting like a fish because that that's where I've been most of the most of the week, trying to stay you know cool. Um, right now we're trying to get solar on the house, so hopefully by that end of you know next month we get that started. So, but like I said uh, in last week's episode, we've done the pumpkins. Uh, we, we started growing the pumpkins uh, this week. I hope we're going to uh, transplant these uh, corn that we have going. Uh, it looks like this the summer heat is really blaring on, on all the crops so far. Uh, some of the pumpkins has already died, but some have lived. Uh, some that were actually in the shade. Uh, we thought, you know, with it saying uh, all day sun that it could be in the sun all day, but... Literally, with this 100 degree heat, we had to. We didn't realize it needed at least some break from the sun, uh, especially at the hottest peak of the day.
And I heard a lot of new music this week, but the one uh, album I want to talk about is John Legend, Bigger Love. And if you don't know who John Legend is, a singer, songwriter, composer, actor, producer, Grammy Award winner, Oscar winner, uh, and that's for the movie Glory, Emmy Award winner for Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert, and also a Tony Award winner for Gitney. You know what? This this guy's an, an amazing entertainer. Only 15 entertainers have done that, and uh, only one African American uh, was able to win all four award shows. You know, but this album was actually phenomenal. Um, I like I like this album, but I honestly liked his features a lot more. Um, but the songs that resonated with me. Uh, from his newest project, Bigger Love, was uh, Remember Is, featuring Rhapsody, uh, Wild, featuring Gary Clark Jr., You Move, I Move, featuring Gene Aiko. And I've been a huge John Legend fan since, you know, he came out like 2016 or 2006, uh, but he's one of the most decorated artists uh, in, in, you know, in my generation. And I think he deserves a lot of recognition. Uh, just make sure you listen to this awesome album. I gotta tell you, uh, the whole album's awesome. Uh, but I really liked his, his, uh, his collaborations he had. Uh, but I've been listening, you know, to a lot of different types of music lately, but, uh, definitely this is the one I wanted to show you. And that's Bigger Love, uh, by John Legend. But we've also been watching a lot of Cheers lately too. Uh, we, I'm telling you, binge watching Cheers on Netflix, which you know is sadly going to end. I think late July. I'm not too sure the actual date of July, but uh, me and my wife are definitely taking it as a challenge to try to get this this uh, whole this whole show. Uh, we're in. Uh, season six, episode fifteen, and you know I, I never would have thought I would have loved this show. Uh, I remember my dad watching this show back in the day and getting a kick from it. I would never knew why. I always thought it was so boring, but now that I'm watching it, I, I, I realize why he was always uh, watching this show. But don't lag on Cheers. I'm telling you, you got to take a chance on it. I, I told you it's gonna leave Netflix in July. So make sure you guys either start it or, or watch a few episodes because, uh, this is a classic and I, I definitely want everybody to experience how great cheers is. But now I want to talk about the Clovis Walmart fraud. And I got to tell you, this is the, the Walmart that I go to. So I thought this was some news, you know, um, but the assistant store manager was arrested for an alleged bank and credit fraud totaling up to $100,000. The arrest of Elena Nicole George, 42. I said the name because, you know what? That mother, she was stealing people's identities. Uh, she, she would target people who had similar names as her. So George, anybody, or Elena, you know, it's a pretty common name. Uh, but she would open up the cre credit cards in those names. Uh, she would, she had one credit card. They said that one credit card was, uh, she racked up a hundred thousand dollars 
in in fraudulent purchases and cash advances. Uh, but this this case is also still under investigation by the FBI and the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. But it's so sad, man. Like you got to think that that Walmart is almost a community store. You know, like everybody that lives around their shops at Walmart. You know, anybody in probably in a 15-mile radius shops at that Walmart. And you're basically stealing from the community, and you're taking advantage of of people's, you know, identity and, and, and basically bank information. You know, because I think they sign up for credit cards at Walmart there, too. So, you know, she had she had to have access to a lot of information. And $100,000, that's a, a lot of money, uh, especially to try to get away with. I don't know. That's kind of dumb. Um, but you can't really feel safe. You know, you can't re really feel safe. You feel like you use your card here or, or you, you sign up for a credit card here and you know, who knows, maybe another person might uh, be doing the same thing. And, and that's what's so so bad about this. Um, and and it's the Walmart that I shop at. That's 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 also why it's so bad, because I go there and, and I feel like I spend my money at that Walmart. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful Walmart. Uh, I could see why she she could get away with, I guess, 100K, because that area is is very nice. Um but just be careful where you guys are, you know, putting your card, your information, everything, especially online too. It, it doesn't only uh, have to do with a, a store, even online, that, that happens all the time. But now I want to talk about BKR's chapter four, Trident. Uh, this is his fourth chapter from, you may have noticed that I'm not all there myself. This newest chapter is probably my favorite chapter so far. It keeps getting better. He has showed us time and time again why he is one of the hardest working artists in, in the Central Valley. He has put out an array of different EPs, but at this point, I think this one stands out the most. You know, he's using his creativity to create something not... I, I don't think I've ever seen this before, but... The way that he's been, you know, putting out this material has really intrigued me uh, because the way he's been dropping it, you know, each song with its own uh, lyric video. And if you haven't and if you haven't seen it or heard it, make sure you go check out the chapters. But each song has its own lyric video and it details so much, I think, for an artist to really portray a persona and also kind of his, you know, ly the lyrics or, 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 uh, captions, because to me that, that it's almost like a stand up comedian or, or someone like that, that, you know, he's, he's talking and, and sometimes people are listening, but they're not truly listening and reading it, you know, makes you listen a little bit closer and, and it makes you kind of, kind of gravitate to the detail. And that's what I like about these. So if you haven't seen or heard any of these chapters, make sure you peep out his website, bkrraps.com. And you can find all his music and all his merch there as well. But I think the music community was busy this weekend because uh, Omar Aras 
Uncut Gems. Uh, this was, I think, it's like a podcast esque video. Uh, is a, he's releasing his music uh, that he's been holding, you know, he's been holding on to for so long. He has so many songs that he's been hold, held on to. Um, he's never released them, and he's using his platform or this platform, you know, to release music uh, that his fans will gravitate to. Uh, he presented music. Uh, he's releasing music next month and want to release this music for his fans. Uh, he presented Jose, which is an acronym for Jealous One Still Envy. Uh, and I'm definitely going to keep a lookout uh, for more episodes of Oh My Aura's Uncut Gems. And also be on the lookout for new material as well. I know he has an album he said that's coming out next month, and that's something that I'm definitely going to be be uh, looking forward to. But also this week, Carlos Montano band Fulton Street featuring MC Wicks and BKR released the official video. Um, the video shows you how the lowrider community and also uh, the Fulton Street in downtown Fresno, this definitely is the summer jam. MC Wicks and BKR both team up. For what could be the best banger of the summer. And I appreciate this song. But mostly the video. As it captures some great shots of a beautiful downtown. Uh, this video was shot by TME Visions. Make sure you check out this video on Carlos Montano's YouTube channel. Or stream uh, the song on his SoundCloud page. And I gotta tell you. TME Visions is doing the thing right now. Uh, I saw also they were working with Bo Bootsy the Badass, uh, and Bootsy's been you know doing it doing it since you know two thousand early two thousands. He's definitely someone that I've listened to throughout my years, and to see that these guys have been working with some great names, you know, really shows the quality of of content that they're pushing out. So check out that Carlos Montano. Fulton Street video. But let's talk about some sports now. And the MLB opening day, July 23rd or the 24th. I'm not too sure exactly the date. Uh, I don't think they've, they've actually uh, set the exact date yet. But players will head to training camp next week. Uh, it's going to be 60 games in 66 days. Uh, and the season will run through September 27th. It will be a 10-team playoff, 60 games with all prorated salaries. Players have to report to training camp July 1st. Uh, they have to agree to a health and safety uh, contract. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, I guess a security procedure or, or a safety procedure, uh, which is, I guess, detailed in a 100-page manual. Uh, and due to this, you know, coronavirus and the pandemic, uh, you know, three months of, of attempts for the season to start has failed. Uh, but they have solved this 2020 season. Teams will play four divisional opponents ten times. The other 20 games will be interleague. And I guess in that team's geographical area. So I would think the West... Uh, NL West versus the AL West. NL 
North versus the AL North. Uh, NL South versus the AL South. And then <laughs> AL East versus the AL East. Now, I don't even know if I said that right. NL East. Sorry. But there's a lot of there's a lot of different things that I, I feel like how how do you determine uh NL will only use the designated hitter, but what about during the games that they play each other? I'm not too sure what how it goes down, but in in extra innings teams will start with the runner at second base. Um the trade deadline will now be August thirty first, which is exactly one month. Uh, before the season ends, teams uh, will start a 30-man roster uh, for two weeks, then 28 for two weeks, and then the remainder 26 uh, will play throughout the rest of the season. Teams will have, I guess, a taxi squad that allows them to have at least 60 players who can play, you know, in, in major league games. Uh, there will be a COVID-19 injured list, which will, net, will which will have a minimum or a maximum uh, time. Um, and the safety of players is the highest regard, I think, for, for the MLB right now. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm not too, I'm not too sure exactly how it's going to go down. Um, just like the NBA right now, you know, it's, it's a toss up. You never know with uh, the spiking, number of cases that that keeps increasing day by day um i know people are still worried about their safety from the coronavirus uh definitely when it comes to you know team sports i know safety is number one and i think these players uh definitely want to play and 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 i think everybody needs needs uh sports right now i think i think everybody needs uh Especially uh, baseball, which hasn't started. You know, NBA has started, NHL has started, and I think MLB is is going to be one that's going to show us uh, really how a season like this, you know, uh, might be played in the future. You know that that that's that's definitely something that I w I want to witness. Now let's shift it to the NBA, like I was talking about, and Vince Carter is now retiring after 22 seasons. Uh, he's 19th in all-time scoring. He was the 1999 Rookie of the Year. He averaged 16.7 points a game throughout his career. Played for eight different teams, most notably Raptors and the Nets, or also the Hawks. Uh, he's one of the greatest dunkers of all time. He was the 2000 uh, Slam Dunk Champion. He appeared in one game in four different decades, um, and I just got to tell you guys, you know, I used to, I used back in the early two thousands, I used to, uh, I used to wait all night to watch this guy. He, you know, you would have the double headers Thursday night on TBS, um, and I, I remember he, he would him and Allen Iverson when they would play each other. That is the game that I would look forward to the most because those two at that time were at their peak. And I know Vince Carter at that time, you know, he had a lot to prove and he was proving that he was probably, you know, the best 
out of the East since Jordan. Like, that's a big thing. Like, not really many people from the East were killing at that time. Um, but to know, like, Vince Carter, someone that, you know, could dunk it, could shoot the three, he, he plays like a team. Uh, especially when he played for the Nets, Jason Kidd, and they went on the, they tried to go on a run for for a championship. That never never could really you know get there, but I feel like he still had you know poise. He still had passion, and I feel like he deserves to be a Hall of Famer first ballot, even though he you know he hasn't really have the accolades as, as most first ballot uh, uh, Hall of Famers, but he definitely needs to go in as the first ballot because to me, he he, he was a showstopper. He sold tickets. Uh, anytime he had the ball, people people watched. People, people were, were quiet when he had the ball because you wanted to see his next move. You wanted to see his next dunk. Uh, and I, I definitely wish he had a championship, to be honest. Uh, I'm a diehard Laker fan. I wish the Lakers would would have championship every year, but I would give up a championship for Vince Carter because he's one a class act, two he played his guts out, and three you know he was almost as good as Kobe. Uh, and some at one time people really thought Vince Carter was better than Kobe, and that kind of drew Kobe crazy. Uh, anyway, that's just another story. Uh, but Vince Carter, to me, is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't care what anybody says. But the 2020 bubble season looks like a mess right now. As cases of coronavirus cases are increasing, mm -hmm. there are many players, players who are not going to Orlando. And also, police brutality reform efforts are also reasons for players not wanting to play in Orlando. Uh, there'll be no consequences for players who don't play, but they will not be getting paid. Starting this week, all 30 teams will be able to sign two-way players, but players from overseas will not be eligible to be signed. Players who haven't played or have been cut are eligible to play. And I really want to see how this plays out, you know, because the NBA resumes July 30th, so I'm anxious to see exactly how this is going to work out. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I, I want the NBA season to start. I definitely think they, they need sports right now. We need sports in society, especially if they want people to quarantine and they want people to stay indoors. You need to see sports on TV. You need to see entertainment. And I think the NBA has a great way of, a great way of solving an issue of safety by using the bubble, uh, the bubble method, by uh, making sure that you know all the players that are uh, going to be playing in these games are all be quarantined together. Uh, anybody that has the coronavirus or anybody in fear of the coronavirus uh, will shouldn't play and 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 should actually not want to play um, because you know what? At the end of the day, health is the number one priority. And I think the players uh, have the right to really choose if they uh, want to go or or if they if they want to play and if they don't without any consequences. Because who would have thought this would have happened in uh, 2020? You know, in this day and age, we never would have thought uh, a coronavirus like this would have really uh, started this whole. 
pandemic. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I think if you're a baller and you and you really think you can ball, you should go out there and prove uh, that that you could you can get it done. Uh, I know for my team, Avery Bradley. I know they said that he's not going to be attending uh, Orlando, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Avery Bradley was a great uh, is a great piece to our team. He's a defensive uh, threat. He also uh, was proven that he's really deadly on the fast break. But I think uh, his safety and, and, and his concerns are, are more uh, viable than actually a basketball game. So I, I kind of put my uh, my hat down for him for taking for having the courage to really, you know, uh, step away. I don't even know if it's for coronavirus. I, it could be for police brutality reform. You know, and and both ends, I think I uh, I could I could you could justify uh, not playing, but I feel like for the Lakers right now, uh, we just need to think of who is going to be all in, and we we got to get those guys who are who are out out of the out of the picture. Uh, I, I and if if we drop those guys, like Dwight Howard is also undecided, uh, but. He's also been paid for his contract, so it's not a hit or miss. We can pick up somebody on the other end for Dwight Howard, um, and, and also Avery Bradley. Uh, if when he, because he's not going, we could pick up another free agent uh, for him. So, you know what? It, it, it might be better for us. It might be worse for us. But all I know is uh, we're going to have an NBA season, and that's definitely important for society right now. So. Let's mark these dates right here. So NBA resumes July 30th. The MLB starts July 24th. NFL training camp starts July, mid, late July. NHL projected to start late July. MLS resumes July 8th. And the WNBA starts July 24th. I got to tell you, sports is back. And I got to tell you, I am happier than MF. But anyway, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, pushing play, taking your time to to really support this podcast. I want you to know this podcast starts with you every week and I want to give you the the content uh especially if I'm a little late which this, you know, I I, I had a couple now that I do kind of late and I, I I like this feeling because I definitely can do this at my own time at my own pace. And definitely give you guys the experience that I want to give you. So make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you support all your local artists. And make sure you're supporting all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 70.